The following podcast is intended for mature audiences, so if you're under 18, just turn it off, okay? Do you know the secrets of making friends? They are so simple and easy. That looks easy enough. And Joey is going to try it out. Hey guys, it's Miss Jenga. It's Freckles. Happy Monday. Happy Monday. <laughs> the happiest of Mondays to all of our O-Face listeners. <laughs> we've got uh, we've got St. Patrick's Day coming up this yes, week. Yes, right? So exactly. I'm not doing an Irish car bomb for the drink. Yay. I'm not doing <laughs> a velvet, a black, black velvet. velvet. Nope. I'm not doing. No. Nope. I decided to go with a Bulmer and Black. Nice. Mm-hmm. Ah, yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yes. It's, I got turned on to that when I was traveling in Ireland. Uh-huh. And it is cider with uh, black currant liqueur. Mm-hmm. It. And it is delicious. Yes, I think isn't the uh, the the official appropriate black currant liqueur is like Ribena or something like that, isn't it? I think that's the that's a non alcoholic version. Is it? <clears throat> yeah, that's what, but get... that's what they put in the into the cider though. Sometimes it depended on which bar it was in. Oh, okay. Some of them actually had like a black li- li- or black currant liqueur mm-hmm. liqueur. So, which is very is, tasty. I recommend it either direction. It is. Yeah. And it's a nice little alternative if you're not into beer on St. Right? Patty's exactly. Day. It's, it's yeah. all Irish all the time. Or you just can't drink it so anymore. So, Bulmer's is the southern style cider over in Ireland. <laughs> <laughs> northern is Mangers. Yes. So. Oh, my. So, what are we talking about this week? We've got a hodgepodge of news of the weird. Awesome. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, we don't have a guest this week. Right. Mr. So Big will us. be Yeah, Mr. Big will be black back next uh, week. Next week. Nice. Yeah. Okay. He's going to come and talk about uh, the show that he's doing and Oh, right on. Yeah, the, the one he's things. doing in a few days from when we're recording now, but yes. a, the day before you listen because time is wibbly wobbly it certainly is it is wibbly wobbly <laughs> so i had a couple things like flare up for me in the news because i'm always okay. researching like sex topics and reading about what's going on in the country and where things are going and changing and bloody bloody blah. well such as what what sort of things have flared up for you in the news well there were flared up penises in the news whoa hey, no. <laughs> so hey. Start okay. with that. all right <laughs> um one of my play partners and i didn't ask if I could disclose, so I'm going to keep it pretty vague, has okay. a piercing on his junk. Uh-huh. And it's a lot of fun. Like, different kinds of jewelry have different kinds of sensations for different activities. and For for him and for you? Or? Yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah. Um, and it's what they, one of the things, it's called a ladder piercing. So, uh-huh. like, L-A-D-D-E-R. Um, so, it's like a little bar that goes down the bottom side of his shaft of his cock. Uh-huh. And he can put like rings in it or bars or different shapes. So there's multiple piercings. No, just one. Oh, just one. Just one. But he can oh, put, you put different... a ring or a bar. Mm-hmm. Or... Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. I gotcha, gotcha. Okay. Yeah. And it's it's interesting because it has like different sensations and right. feels and stuff like that. Cool. So that's pretty cool. Yeah. So I came across this and he's talked about getting um, like beads or pearls implanted, which is another body modification thing. So yes. you can actually so have. So is that what you meant? By what you texted earlier, because when I when I put that in as a as a, a what you search, get? 
I got I got penis modification with with pearls and or other uh, spherical objects. That is what I meant. Okay, look at that. Yes. Yay. So it's becoming increasingly more popular to have so these now outside of the yakuza circles, etc. In Japan, right? And, and what the- <laughs> you did some research, I see. I have actually known about that purling for quite some time, yeah. as yeah. far as that. But usually, it's in reference to some quote obscure fact about the yakuza that no one understands. And what is the unquote. yakuza? The Japanese mafia, right? Yes. Yeah. So that yeah. they would do that for aesthetic reasons and mm-hmm. to show loyalty to their gang and stuff like that. Yes. Uh, which I find really interesting. It's well, like, do they get their dicks out? Like, what? well, that's the I don't know. That's the thing. Um, but also the 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 mystique that has grown up in in the in the um, Western culture is mm-hmm. that it's for the number of people that you've killed yeah. or the certain number of the you know the, just like it's like a ranking system. So if right. you have this many pearls then you've killed that many people mm-hmm. and if you have this many then you're just really a beginner and you're not really up to you know chopping someone's head off as they pass by on a oh motorcycle black rain michael douglas exactly right <laughs> that's what i'm talking about see that's where one of those things come from and they're talking about that in the... anyway yeah so yeah many one of the many things that 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 we don't tend to understand as a culture yeah so <laughs> they it's becoming increasingly more popular and especially in latin america now, oh, interesting. And the Philippines and um, yeah, other Asian countries. I was thinking maybe in Belltown or... Uh... I'm sure it is too. <laughs> but that's not what made me go, oh my God! Because, um, you know, hipsters get right, exactly. body modification yeah. is like, whatever. Grafting like, a I've, typewriter onto I've something. Got a tattoo and some piercings. It's like, whatever. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I'm in Seattle, man. Like, you can't swing a cat without hitting somebody with some ink. <laughs> <clears throat> or some skewing piece of metal the, through their the face. Numbers. Yeah. <clears throat> so okay. Um, so what what brought this particular? This, this was okay. So this was yeah. A so piercing the piercing and, then... and and the way that they do it here in the United States is they have either they have a couple different kinds of materials. So you can have silicone. You can have stainless steel. Little balls. You can have bigger balls. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're they're like ball bearings. Right. Yeah. But it started out with sailors. In the far mysterious east, oh. getting pearls put in their junk um, <laughs> for various reasons. Yeah, you know, right, it was yeah. either, and then the Japanese mafia took it on as a yeah. sign of loyalty and badge of honor. Mm-hmm. Like, just get like a sash, like the Girl Scouts. <laughs> like that's okay. You can't wear a sash um, out, really. In public. I mean, come on, come on. They do it at bachelor it's parties a very all reser- the time. It's a very reserved culture. True. I'd- so I'm reading this article about body modification and uh, apparently the practices in third world countries aren't as hip on the cleanliness as we are here. No. Yeah, I would imagine. And that. one of the things that they're doing is that they're putting it in the tip of the penis or just under foreskin because they don't genitally mutilate their children in other countries like we do here. Right. So they're also not doing it correctly so you're supposed to make a very small incision uh-huh. into the skin of the penis and or labia women uh-huh. can get it done too yep. and then insert this hopefully sterile <laughs> object right. under the skin ideally you sterile. stitch it up heals in a couple weeks and then yeah. bang away right right um 
it works best if you're doing it for sexual stimulation to put it near the base of the penis because that's what stimulates the clitoris or the A spot if you're having anal sex or mm-hmm. that type of thing. But they mostly just put it at the tip of the penis and it doesn't do anything there. <laughs> it just, it causes things like infections. An international case of doing it wrong. An international case of doing it wrong. And it's an international case of not only doing it wrong, but then not cleaning it up. So there there were reports of gangrene developing fun in wieners and excellent party trick yeah being amputated oh oh yeah even better wow yeah ouch yeah 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 (laughs) so that led me to like be enraged about health codes and like it's people should you know if you want to go get something fun like that done there should be certain standards of health one would think, yes. And that type of thing. Uh, and then also just the education that goes with it, like how to keep it clean and all this other stuff. Right. So that led me to start thinking about how lucky and unfortunate we are to have the government in our bedroom and in our pants so often. <laughs> 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 <You know? laughs> Especially with like the upcoming election and all the other crap. And yeah. Yeah. So it just, it made me start thinking about that. And it's, we have a really double-edged sword here in the United States. Right. So there was a court ruling surrounding the couple universities on the East Coast, and this Uh happened in Virginia. It was a Virginia Supreme State Court. State Supreme Court. Yeah. Um, So it was two college kids that Uh were engaging in some BDSM activity, and the female who was bottoming Mm-hmm. Um, and the, it was a male, female, cisgender couple. Um, the female that was bo- bottoming, um, said her safe word. Okay. And the guy didn't stop. Oh. So. That's no good. She wound up taking him to court for sexual assault. Okay. So the court decided that there's no constitutional right for <laughs> people to engage in BDSM and it is therefore illegal for people to do so. Including spanking in the bedroom. Oh, shit. So okay. everything. Everything they just is said, illegal. Just, no. You can't do that. Can't do that at all. Okay. You're fucking done. You're done. Okay. And that creates a lot of like legal gray areas. I mean, I've had conversations with lawyers that aren't familiar with oh, BDSM yeah. and consent laws and that type of thing because they there aren't a lot of lawyers out there that specialize specifically in kink or in... BDSM practices right, or, yeah, yeah, yeah. or sex laws in yeah. general. So they have a lot of assumptions about it and they say it very black and white of consent of yes means yes, no means no. Right. Where So it, it, it creates a lot of confusion for people not familiar with it, which is why it's critical to have um, people that practice specifically sex law. Yeah. So one of the interesting articles that I read was just how it does create confusion. And so this court just ruled that nothing just blanket blanket. We're done. Yeah. 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 And it, it sets a a dangerous precedence because by ruling that way, that can take away a lot of people's right to engage in privacy in their own bedroom. Yes. So it's this weird sliding around on the legal system and seeing that is is disturbing. Yeah. So in a situation like this, though, um, 
Okay, so basically what happened was the bottom said stop. I just, safe worded. I just read through that. I just read through. Did the, not say stop. Safe worded. Said. Um, and then he said, kept going with whatever they were doing. Okay, so see that's what that's assault. But I was just reading like the actual like the 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 the, the statement about the 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 the, the, the judgment mm-hmm. where he said that it said in testimony she said pushed him away didn't say the safe word and said stop he asked if if right. she was okay she said i don't know and he continued mm-hmm. and then that's where that's where she claims the the assault happened that's what the level at, at that right and, and so, another yeah. another thing she's claiming that she did say her safe word and he continued so there's there's oh, okay. two different it's the the gray area of he said she said correct type yes, situation yes, yes, yes. because in bdsm play you know retreating physically or saying no or stop are not necessarily within the realms of the scene you know that's part of the kink of yes getting you to a place where it's part of the power exchange yeah yeah yeah, yeah. um so that and that's where yeah the legal there's, there's a yeah the and that's 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 troubling that that the legal aspect of it is no you can't engage in this mm-hmm. um because it's there's so much there to explore there's so much of that gray area to explore that is like that's what it's there for. that's that's right. one of those things it's like okay so yeah i'm saying stop but i'm in a condition as well in the scene to know you know, to be able to, that the, the idea is even as a bottom, you, you maintain just that, that sous-son of control that says, I can safe word. Mm-hmm. And there are multiple methods of say of, there's multiple layers of safe word and there's multiple methods of safe word as well that can right. be employed depending on the type of scene that you're playing. So right. there's a lot of stuff that's been worked out in the BDSM community that should sort of prevent this, this type of situation from happening. Most, you know, and, and part of it, Top responsibility, bottom responsibility. There's all kinds of stuff to go around. So yeah, this that's a, absolutely, kind of a absolutely. Up area. And I I recently saw a flow chart, and I'd love to get uh, Charlie Glickman on the show to talk a little bit more about that. But he um, shared a a consent flow chart of oh. was it accidental consent violation or was it an intentional consent violation, oh. which I think is a component in the BDSN community that hasn't necessarily been thoroughly talked about. I know people mm-hmm. talk about it personally and interpersonally, and yes. it's kind of your own process and decision, but having that matrix for everybody to get on board mm-hmm. and say, okay, here's where we follow, because a lot of people that I've talked to, not a lot, people that I have talked to, yes. um, that have felt some sort of consent violation once you go through this matrix and it was not one that I had seen before. It's mm-hmm. just one that's made sense to me. You know, <laughs> it's like, did you do this? Did you yes. do that? Did you have, did, was this an established scene? Did you, how much negotiation did you do? Yeah. You know, because there's a lot of responsibility as a bottom when you're playing that type of scene to verbally convey that information, make sure your eyes are dotted and your T's are crossed. Yes. So this case has progressed further and, and you had read some yes, stuff. Yes. I read some well. stuff yeah. about the federal case. Um, the federal decision came down saying that BDSM is not a constitutionally protected um, activity. Yep. Because there's no historical, um, let me let me read the exact phrase that they quoted here in uh, 
in Ceylon. Yeah. Uh, does, quote, does not prohibit the regulation of BDSM content, conduct, uh, the precedent implied by bans on uh, anti-sodomy and anti-adultery laws that adults have a constitutional right to freedom of non-commercial intimate contact. Doesn't protect us. So the, the federal court basically said, okay to be gay. Mm-hmm. Okay to be um, uh, to, okay for, to be gay for, and have butt sex. Okay to be gay. Okay for adultery. Yeah. Not so much for or the straight B, and have for butt the BDSM. Sex. I mean, yeah, sodomy. whichever. Yeah, yeah. It, it, sodomy laws. Some and you know, there's still sodomy laws. Just uh, there was one just passed right. just recently up north in Michigan. Uh, in Michigan, <laughs> yeah. Whoops. Um, so it's like okay, so they're saying this class is protected. And this class is protected, but this these this class and quite the, possibly a whole mess of other classes right. of people not protected. Right. So that begs a question for me. Yes. Is gay BDSM okay? According to this federal or, uh, or queer BDSM? Or queer well see that yeah, there you go. Yeah. So anyway, so that's not gonna stand up. That's because because it's based on historical like there's no history of BDSM, right? Ac- apparently, according to this federal judgment, which is ridiculous. Which is like like uh, I have, I have a book right here that I'm, <laughs> I, I am not done reading it, so I didn't want to talk about it preemptively, but I, I kind of feel compelled to just like chat just a little bit about it. It's a really interesting read, um, yeah. Sex and Punishment, and it's four thousand years of judging desire, nice. and the first channeling the urges of the first sex law so for a four thousand year old mesopotamian homicide case the record is impressively intact oh, <laughs> that's, shit. that's where it starts <laughs> so there's well, there's yeah. yeah case law from numerous cultures mm-hmm. citing persecution of bdsm yeah. or people having charges brought up against them for certain things and some people you know having those charges dismissed but most of the time getting beheaded for it or, oh. or whatever oh my God. um so yeah there is precedence for bdsm i have the book right here perhaps not yeah. on our books but well there's a there's a uh, well yeah i mean so this article goes on to quote um basically that you know the word masochism was coined essentially after 1869 um the term sadist was the Marquis. Wait a minute, Marquis de Sade. <laughs> Marquis de Sade was yeah. the sadism. Yeah, yeah, Masochism yeah. was, uh, what does it say? Um, Leopold von Sacher Masach. Mm. Um, he signed a contract with his uh, with his mistress, making him her slave for a period of six months. Nice. So then that was um, the German psychiatrist Richard von Kraft Ebing right. uh, wrote Psychopathia Sexualis, and he coined the term masochist from that man's name. So interesting. Yeah. So sadism yeah. from Marquis de Sade. Right. 50 years before he was imprisoned by, uh, by Napoleon Bonaparte because yes. he wrote some very lurid. Yes, and he did. Very, very violent things. Yes, he did. And so, yes. And they also, they also, and they uh, put him in an asylum. Yes, they did. Yeah. There's a great musical about it. Marat Sade. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, so, and then they, uh, also they have a nice photograph of a wall painting from the tomb of the whipping near Tarquina, Italy, and that dates from 490 B.C. 
And yeah, it's clearly and they're, they're saying it's, there's no history. And there's no history, no. not according to the United States. I I would assume furners over right, there. Right, I would assume that it is <laughs> it is no history of law on the books. So when is when is that history going to be made, and when is it going to be? Made I, to yeah, exactly. Protect, and it's a I you know I I believe that people's sexual rights should be protected. Mm-hmm. I also have an issue, and this is an issue with the legal system, I think, mm-hmm. of just how people's rights can be, or those laws can be twisted Certainly. in order to get people off that really have done something inappropriate. Mm-hmm. So the best or way to- twisted to convict somebody of somebody who hasn't done something inappropriate. Right. So the best so, yeah. way to avoid all of this is make sure that you're fucking people you actually want to fuck. <laughs> and if you don't want to fuck them, uh, don't yeah. do it. Yep. And if you do want to engage in some kinky, naughty stuff, then make sure that you are thoroughly negotiated. So yeah. how, what it, you've negotiated a lot of scenes. Yes, what, I have. what is your process? Um, process for negotiation. Um, generally, what will happen is I will uh, be doing something completely unrelated to BDSM sex or anything else. And all of a sudden, I'll have this idea like, oh, hmm, I would like to have X happen to like me. Like what? Um, ju- you know, I, you know, I am particularly in need of a beating tonight. Mm-hmm. It just pops into my head. And I'm like, what kind oh. of beating? <laughs> wow. Okay. <laughs> um, canes. All right. Uh, generally, um, floggers used to be the thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, they just kind of, they kind of ramped down yep. as I ramped up with other activities. But nice. uh, caning is a, is a very popular one for me right now. Um, mostly because apparently, uh, my skin does not turn red easily. Mm-hmm. And I have a higher tolerance for pain than I thought. Nice. And uh, when you have someone who is trying to get some welts because that is what you have asked for. Right. I'm like, I would like to see some red welts on my legs or whatever from a cane. Mm-hmm. So, you know, that 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 part of it generally comes after the idea of like, you know what? I've had kind of a really shitty day and mm-hmm. I just need to let go. So I'm just going to, you know, I'm going to negotiate a scene that allows me to just dive right into some some deep space cool pain whatever that can get me there um uh so so that kind of situation that 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 generally comes in i say here's this thing that i would like to do and then my partner in the scene or my girlfriend or you know whomever i'm negotiating with says all right so how would you like to have this happen Mm -hmm. sometimes um when I'm negotiating with my girlfriend, she will ask me that question, and I will say, I would like it to be with the cane, and she will say, thank you for your input. <laughs> <laughs> and one time, yeah, I got, uh, I got a, I had a scene where um, I negotiated a, a beating, mm-hmm. specifically not a paddling, okay, but a beating with, a, with, with uh, and she presented me with a bag of things and said, choose three things. Mm-hmm. That's what you get to take out of the bag. <laughs> I was like, okay, all right. So I thought about it. Uh huh. And take out of the bag and not be used. Correct. Or the three things that are taken out of the bag are off the table. Off the table. Okay. Uh, however, right. everything else that is left is potentially is on the table. Yeah. And I'm looking at all this stuff. I'm like, yeah, don't particularly like that. So I'm going to take that out. I don't particularly like what that. What was it? A uh, wooden spoon with okay. a hole in the middle of it. Oh, I hate those. Yeah. Nope. Yep, thanks. Uh, there was another thing. I was like, you know, I want, I want the 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 cane. So cane stayed in there. Um, there was a a purple paddle thing that's kind of thuddy 
but mm-hmm. also sort of way. And it has spikes and things. Oh, I remember that one. Yeah. Yeah. Not a fun one. <laughs> Sorry. That was a prize from the club. I know. It's horrifying. <laughs> oh, my God. So, yeah. So, no, that one go, that one went by the way. So, I don't remember what the third thing was. But so, everything else was left in the bag. and then Right. So, the scene went on. I got, got the good beaten. Had a couple other um, uh, things that were in the bag that I was like, you know, whatever. That's going to be fine. Mm-hmm. And... <laughs> Then she used the bag on me. The bag itself? The bag itself. That's fucking awesome. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> That's hilarious. I was just like floating along like, oh, this is so fucking awesome. Oh, my God. What's that crinkling noise? And then all of a sudden, breath play. <laughs> oh, how fun. <laughs> you know, the bag is not a toy. The, ba- unless, <laughs> the bag is not Unless a toy. you're with consenting adults. <laughs> Oh, it was a plastic bag? It was a, pl- <laughs> it was a plastic oh, fucking bag. Oh, yeah. No, she wasn't fucking around. Oh, my God. And I was like, after when we were debriefing, after, and there was, there's always a debrief. Right. We generally will have a mini debrief the morning after, um, and then that will be followed up by a larger debrief when we just talk about, you know, because there's a little bit of processing that goes on, and yep. then you s- talk about it, and then woof, there's a whole bunch of other processing. So mm-hmm. our, our process has become to have a mini debrief and then a larger debrief later. And so... <laughs> She's like, so what'd you think about the bag? I was like, fuck you. Fuck that shit. I want that again. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Yes, and she has asked me why I hadn't talked about that before on the podcast. And I'm like, I don't know. I'm not ready yet. Oh, there so you go. There, here I am. Boom. <laughs> well, you know, we've had. Uh, we took some uh, we, boring legal talk and turned some... it into some kinky stories. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> But yeah, so that's, and see, that's one of the things that I like about BDSM and I like being with a a, a creative partner in that scene to say, you know, here's this thing and right. here's a thing you can do. Take Here's an activity. Pull those things out and then we'll just use the rest of it. And she was literally saying, we will use the rest of it. Right. Including the bag. <laughs> yeah, I've been tricked like that God before. Damn it. <laughs> yeah. It's yeah. probably in a book somewhere that we just haven't, we just haven't read. No, I've done it to people too. Like, yeah, <laughs> it's just, it's, yeah, yeah, it's one of those things. But. So, you know, and, and at the same time, there, there are certain things that, that over time you can negotiate things that can be done without having them necessarily be part of the negotiation right? That of that particular scene. So if there's a thing that I know this is going to get her particularly deep mm-hmm. and I start out with the scene as we're progressing and then I can, I can drop that on there and watch the elevator go straight to the bottom. Right. And then we can proceed into the scene, you know, as, as, as normal, you know, it's just because sometimes the, the drop can be, can be difficult or the drop can be really good. Sure. I'm like all of a sudden. And, uh, you know, so, so you learn things over time. Um, and, you know, sometimes there's there, I know of, I know of many scenes that have been negotiated where literally it was a couple of emails on FET. Mm-hmm. And you're like, here's what I'm into, and another person says, great, I'm into that too. Let's let's hook up and do this thing. We meet, talk, and then the scene happens. You know, at some point, and you're literally putting that trust into this person. And it does help. There is, you know, a semi-public, um, you know, you've records, whatever. You know, if you're really worried about litigation or anything like that, but you have this trust, and that's part of the the 
the culture at the large. culture as well yeah and that's you know as a huge yeah. part of the culture. which I and there's bad and there's there's bad tops as well there's people who will take advantage and there's people who are known for like you know oh yeah play with that person yeah and they get in my experience this person can't be trusted to do x they're fine with this they're not good with that Mm -hmm. which Mm -hmm. is cool or Mm -hmm. you know there might be a gentler way to say that or something like that or or and bottoms as well that are just like topping from the bottom all the time yeah you know that's just somebody not trying hard enough right (laughs) no not really (laughs) and you guys play with a safe word and hand signals and yeah. yeah, yeah. Depending on what it what the, what the scene is, the safe word hand signals. Um, you know, we also look for. You know, there are physical manifestations of mm-hmm. trouble. Mm-hmm. So you know, if you get into a situation where you can't you can't read, that you you can tell if your partner in the scene is having difficulty with the safe word. Right. You know, and you learn, that's something else that you learn over yep. time. Yep. Um, and you can also, there's also ways to tell if that's where they're going with, and it's all about paying attention and being engaged. Yeah. And really having that connection about, you know, being on top of the scene as the top mm-hmm. is really, really fucking important. Um, and it's not always supposed to be about what the top wants right you know it can be right that's awesome but it's really supposed i mean for the most part even with with my with my play um with ms rabbit it's about the bottom Mm -hmm. most of the time that the top gets an enjoyment out of whatever the scene is is wonderful and Mm -hmm. awesome um if the top is also performing a service Right. As, you know, saying, like, I will do this. I'm not really into it, but I will do this thing for you because I love you and I want you to whatever, you know, that 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 negotiation. Right. Um, so that's, you know, there, there's that aspect of it, too. And it's then it's truly about getting your bottom into that space. Sure. So how do you how does this like legal crap? How does that sit with you? Fuck. God damn it. Yeah. Here's the here's the unfortunate thing. Because right. Panda, one of the things that Panda says, there's always three people in your bedroom. There's you, me, and the the government. <laughs> like, yeah. he flat out, that's... Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. there's... Yeah. You could, at any time, have this thing happen. Yep. So, so the trouble... So, when I get bruises, I actually send him an email and say, thank you for them. Well, with nice. a picture. That's very cool. So, I'm like, there's your documentation. I asked for it. Yeah. This is thank you. Thank you for these bruises. I appreciate the spankings or aren't mm-hmm. these nice bites or whatever. Right. So he has emailed documentation with date stamps on the photos of me asking for it and saying thank you. Cool. And that's a way for me to keep him safe and keep him feeling secure mm-hmm. that I'm not going to resent it later. Right. And I mean, I could, I could potentially sure. come back and say, you were shitting to me and this was <laughs> awful and right. I was abused. Right. Um, but that, I, that's not who I am. Right. You know? Yeah. Um, yeah. So how does it sit with you? How do you guys safeguard that? Um, well, we don't have, we don't have those scene agreements in, in writing. We don't, we don't send emails back and forth with photos of. Our stuff saying thank you. We don't we don't go to that level. We talk about it. Sure. 
and we talk through it. And if there's difficult things, we talk through those. And, mm-hmm. if we, you know, there's inevitably going to be something that oh, you're yeah. like, I really did not like that. And not in a please do that to me some more sort of way. I really right. don't want that to happen again. Yeah. And those things go on the, 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 the no-go list. Right. You know, so we have we have a list of things that, you know, no, this is a no-fly zone. Good. You know. Good. Um, and those things are discussed and those things are and discussed from the point of view as well of this is something I am really into and I would like to do to you mm-hmm. with you. Um, which was not a correction, by the way. Right. <laughs> um, so if this is a hard limit for you, then I will put that aside and we talk about then is this something that I need to fulfill with someone else? Is this something I need to do somewhere else, get this in another way? Right. And if it beca- and if it's a list there, then we have agreements about, you know, great, go, have fun. Yeah. You know, be safe. Right. You know, or uh, what's the other one? Risk aware, uh, consensual king? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> rack. Rack. It's like, you're going to get fucked up. You should probably think about rack. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> have a good time. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So... So yeah, so the the wait, what was the question again? Any safeguards you already? Oh, said safeguards. Now. Yeah, we have. <laughs> <laughs> you already said pineapple. Well, see, here's the other thing. Here's yeah, here's the other thing that 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 is unfortunate about this situation, and that is that there are, from personal experience, a number of lawyers who are into lifestyle. They're into BDSM. They're into all sorts of other kink. They are in those communities mm-hmm. out-ish sometimes. Some of them are out. Some of them are not. And there are a lot of people, a lot of lawyers that won't go anywhere near this right. kind of litigation Yep, because it would mean outing themselves as this person and that means financial ruin in a lot of cases. Because, you know, potential, you know, and I think it's changing and it may be the echo chamber of Seattle. I don't know, though. I'm not in that profession. Yeah, I, you know, I, so I'm not. I can't. I certainly I know, can't speak I know for lawyers. One, I mm-hmm. know one that is not a public defender that will even defend. Yeah. On a regular basis, and knows the law inside and out right. about sex law. Yeah. So. One. So yeah. So, so there may be more. Yeah. But to find them, they have to be out. Right. And to be out means to be vulnerable. Yeah. In a lot of cases, because yeah. you know the the. I, I, the lawyer for this case, I don't know anything about who was the lawyer for the defense or the f- lawyer sure. for the prosecution, um, but didn't argue the history. Right. So, or did, mm-hmm. and they found it wanting or something. I don't know, but I haven't read the entire, I haven't read the, the federal decision. The whole case, yeah. But uh, holy shit, you know, yeah. it's tough. It's like, you know, it's, and, and the, the article talks about the, the the years of of um, anti homosexuality mm-hmm. in you know in case law mm-hmm. and so that since there isn't a long history of anti BDSM legislation then obviously it must be new so right. we must have this prohibition on it or you don't have a right to it yeah so if it's then it becomes then it becomes a situation of if it's not expressly permitted then it's forbidden right which is not really that doesn't. It's not how our that's country works. That's, that's not supposed to work that way. Yeah. So yeah. So that's where that's where I am with that. Right on. 
Thanks for sharing. Right? That has been our time for today. Okay. That's a short one. But that's it good. is. It is. But it's all right because I don't I don't want to get too deep into this. I want to have I want to have some people on to talk specifically about uh clear consent, accidental consent, consent violations. Yeah, yeah. How to how to fet fetter that stuff out. Yes. Make it work for you. How to yeah. Cool. Yeah. All right. Are we still doing it wrong? <laughs> yeah, every day. <laughs> every day. And twice on Sundays. Go get your uh junk sugared. Oh yeah, from Sugar Me Julie. Sugar Me Julie. And uh, you know, hey, this guy this was a this was a short episode. I hope you guys made it to the end where you can hear our email address and our <laughs> Twitter account. The O Face Pod- Podcast at gmail dot com for comments and etc. Uh at the O Face Podcast on the Twitters. The Oface Podcast uh, dot com for all of our episodes and stuff, and uh, Patreon dot com slash the Oface Podcast for our Patreon supporters, which we thank wholeheartedly because they are wonderful, as everyone else is too. But you know, maybe they're just a little bit more wonderful than others. <laughs> that looks easy enough, and Joey is going to try it out. Sound check. Sound check. What are we checking for? Checking for Ticks. noise. We're che- <laughs> we, have we been out running around? Is that is this? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> all right. So turn all these other board knobbies down. Mm-hmm. That's right. Knobbies turning down. Up, Make down, it. up, down, up, down. There we go. Yeah, never did to figure out what that button was for. Okay. Just over there pushing buttons. Yep. Sometimes it helps, sometimes it don't. Yep. <laughs>